Jeremiah, like the Bible here. Why don't know my name? This happened yesterday. Jeremiah, like the Bible is here. I don't know. My name too long. I'm about to cut it. Just Jeremiah, like. You need to cut it. <laughs> uh, it is National Be an Angel Day. So this day encourages good ne- good deeds and okay. kindness to others. Um, That's not where I went in my head. I was like, you have to die. To oh, wow. Angel. That's where you went? To be an I thought literal angel. I was like, oh, angel. Pass away, but this is better. This is way, this is way yeah. Better. This is better. You still here, and you did a good deed. Mm-hmm. So you know, figure out who you could do a good deed for today. I always tell y'all, you know, keep your eyes open. There's always somebody that may need a helping hand, you know, mm-hmm. assistance, etc. So it's a couple of dollars. A couple of dollars. I mean, and you've seen those videos where somebody asks you like, "Hey, can I get five bucks?" and you're like. Yeah, but then the ones who'd be like, nah, and they see the next person who gave the five bucks get the five thousand. They'd be like, well, I got five, I five, I got five bucks now. No, no, no. That's like that show. What's the show? Where they like secretly recording you to see what you go do. Um, what would you do? What would you do? <laughs> A mess. They'd be catching you on camera. He'd be like, oh, oh y'all TV. Yes, y'all. Are <laughs> and that's why the beast turned into the prince for Bell, and for everyone else, it Is was that a problem. Why? Yeah, because the beast basically, like when Belle came, like he, she was nice to him, and right, you know the okay. whole thing. But the reason why the beast got turned into the beast is because a witch came to the door, and yes. he was mean to her, and so the witch was like, and then she turned into a beautiful maiden and was like, mm, "Gotcha." Should have been nice, <laughs> but also it's like, how are you nice? Like, why are you knocking on people's door to curse them? You know, fairy tales. <laughs> So, anywho, here we are. We're at the Amanda Seal Show. What do we got for Black Red News today? Well, later today, we're going to talk about the student loan pause. It begins to lift. And polls are saying students are planning to boycott paying back their student loans. Good for them. Also, how black do we feel today, Amanda? You got to stay locked in to find out. Um, we got today's Big Up Let Down. But coming up this hour, we're going to talk about Arkansas schools. They said they go teach the AP African-American history despite objections from Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Also, what's going on at BET, y'all? We thought Tyler Perry was going to buy it. They said he not buying it. We'll get into it. So stay locked in this hour. All right. You know what to do. Remember, you can kid us up at one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Houston, I'm in your city tonight because I will be screening my my uh, documentary, my political comedy documentary, In Amanda We Trust. And if you are not in Houston, but you still want to see In Amanda We Trust, all you got to do is go to inamandawetrust.com. That's it. Inamandawetrust.com. All right. So hopefully you will go there. You will support your girl who put out this independent project that is really made for us to just start getting much more involved. Involved civically, and I know some people will be like, "Oh, you gonna hit me in the head? I don't want to hear about politics, nah, baby. This comedy, all right? We edutaining. So support your girl, all right? Go to Amanda and we trust. Sorry, go to inamandawetrust.com. Stick around and support my girl right here because we gonna listen, laugh, and learn on the Amanda Seal Show. Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. And it's time for some Blackie Renews. All right. Arkansas. 
First of all, even just the name of Arkansas, like it, I was just, in, it's just like it sounds racist. Like the the word Arkansas just sounds like, yeah. But nonetheless, Arkansas schools will teach AP African American studies despite objections from Governor Sarah Huckabee. I look fifty five, even though I'm only forty. Sanders. She is the epitome of I wear my evil on my face, not just in my heart. Last week, state officials in Arkansas announced that students taking the AP courses in high school would not earn credits for the class. Now, this is the same AP course that was banned in Florida. All right. But the school district leaders believe that the AP course is a valuable addition to the district's curriculum. Okay, school district leaders in Arkansas. Therefore, the course will be offered as an elective. Now, she had signed... Okay, I just need y'all to understand. There's so many reasons to sign an executive order, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean, you that's when, like, they try to take abortion laws in North Carolina. The dude was like, nah, 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 we got to take that. We got to mm-hmm. take that abortion. They try to take abortion rights and sign an executive order. You know, your man... Um, your man, what's it called? Uh, Joe Biden. You know, mm-hmm. people are like, can you please sign an executive order for, for student loans? Right. So there's like real reasons to sign an executive order. Signing an executive order to ban the AP class her first day in office. Okay. She also banned critical race theory, which, by the way, what are you banning? Right. It was never in schools. <laughs> it was never in schools. This is really indicative of somebody wasting your time and your money. Because ultimately, of course, their tax that it's their tax dollar that they're spending on things. Now, by the way, in states led by Democratic governors, the curriculum has been embraced. Oh, surprise! Like in New Jersey, they would like give us all, give us all right, the black right, AP. Right. But of course, like it's Jers. It makes sense. This is the home of Ross Baraka as the mayor of Newark, New Jersey. So you're like, okay, this makes sense. But nonetheless, um, I'm really glad to hear this because let's remember. The Little Rock Nine was in Arkansas. They were there. So she wanted to not teach African-American history. And she was on the news saying African-American history is teaching, hating this country. It is teaching people that this country is not a good place, et cetera. And it's like, well, you, well. ma'am, <laughs> you are in the state of the Little Rock Nine. We've seen the videos of the Little Rock mm-hmm. Nine. Then why people was angry. They was, th- I mean, it was like Cersei and Game of Thrones. Right. Throwing fruit and yelling and screaming and all of this. So I think it's really wild to suggest that this shouldn't be taught, especially when you're in a state that is such a um, that has such a, a pinnacle point in our history in the integration of schools. Mm-hmm. So Sarah Huckabee, once again, she she got a new chin for this. I'm screaming. I mean, look, you talked about the Little Rock Nine. They actually put out a statement because they said they felt like the Republican Party was trying to erase the history that they're a part of. And the thing about that is the, the irony of this is that the Little Rock Nine are actually alive to release a statement about the erasure That's how recent. of African-American studies. They was on Oprah show. That's but you're how. trying to erase us and we are still here. Right. So I'm like, because you know, they love to be like, that was so far beyond behind us. We don't think of it that way anymore. The people are still here <laughs> writing letters and releasing statements. But it lets you know, we talk about the copy and paste laws and we let it lets you know that that's a real thing. Thing. This happened mm-hmm. in Florida and they tried to copy and paste it to Arkansas. Glad to hear that the school district in Arkansas said, nah, come on now. We need this. So shout out to the school district. What do y'all think? 1-855-AMANDA-8. 1-855-262-6328. You know, I, I want to hear from you all how you would react if your school district said we don't want African-American studies. What would you do? All right. Coming up next, we got six second headlines. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.
Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. It's Jeremiah, like the Bible. All right, let's get into some 60-second headlines. All right, first up, some patients using the popular diabetes drugs Ozempic and Wagovi are developing severe stomach paralysis after using the medication. So you mean the people who were injecting themselves in their stomach when they weren't actually de- dealing with diabetes are actually getting side effects in their stomach? Some of them folks, yes, yeah, some of them. Why does that not surprise me? Also, Usher said he's extending his Vegas um, residen- residency for one last time. I'm very excited about this. I think I'm going to make it my business to go. You should. Very great show. Also, former President Donald Trump will not participate in the Republican Party's first presidential primary debate tomorrow. He will instead sit down with an interview for with Tucker Carlson. That's like saying I'm not going to join this panel of like evil and mm-hmm. I'm instead going to have a sit down with the devil. Yeah. All right. But it's his own sit down, Amanda. Very That's right. Special. That's right. Also, speaking of Trump. His- wait, wait, back up. Skirt, skirt. <laughs> Tucker Carlson literally like had texts come out where he was like, they're psycho. Mm-hmm. He was lying. We all know that they're all lying about this election, etc. This guy is the worst. You see what y'all under you see? These people have no shame. No shame. They will just use each other as they need to. They have no shame. Keep going. <laughs> well, speaking of Trump, his bond has been set for $200,000 in the Georgia case, accusing him of scheming to overturn the 2020 election. I'm mad it's only $200,000. A little bit more than that. Also, risks continue the celebration of um, 50 years of hip hop because ESPN has a new documentary titled Crossover and explores the 50 year synergy between sports and hip hop. Is this going to force us to have to listen to basketball players rap? Because I don't want to hear tracks Possibly. from Duke. From Jewels, <laughs> aka Allen Iverson, Shaq, Shaq Fu, yeah, Kobe had some verses. Iman Shumpert has. Oh, does he? Yeah, I was at. Uh, I think he's on a Tiana Taylor album, actually. I was at SOBs one time, and um, Ron Artest leaned down to speak to me in my ear, and he started rapping. Was this when he was still Ron Artest, or? No, this is when he had become, what was his name? Meta World Peace. Meta World Peace, yeah. But your mama call you Ron Artest. I'm going to call you Ron Artest. Quite a name, quite a name. All right, well, those are your 60 second headlines. Don't go anywhere. See Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. So, um, Paramount. Mm-hmm. Has canceled their plan to sell BET. Paramount was like, we don't want it. <laughs> Y'all can have that. We mentioned this yesterday during 60 Second Headlines, but we need to talk a little more about this because they notified all bidders last week that the sale was canceled because it, quote unquote, wouldn't result in any meaningful deliveraging of its balance sheet. I don't know what deleveraging means, but basically what they're saying is they ain't gonna make us more money. Right. That's essentially what they're saying. Uh, so the word had come out in the streets that Tyler Perry was purchasing the network back in March. And there were other bidders. It was like Puff and Byron Allen and 50 Cent and Shaq, you know, barely heavy hitters. Uh, but that didn't go through. Now, Paramount placed the asking price at $3 billion. Now, the word on the street that I heard was that Tyler Perry had put in a bid of $2 billion and wasn't going to budge. Now, here's the tea. When these companies get their like assessments, when they have like an accountant or like like lawyers come and like look at their books and then, of course, appraise the company. Right. They're going to put a number, a dollar amount that a lot of times is going to be higher than it really is, especially if you're paramount. Like they're not going they're not going to lowball you. But what it means is that the person who's buying is expected to meet that bid or higher. Mm -hmm. Now, Tyler Perry has been spending way more time with BET than Paramount has. Yes. 
So I feel like Tyler Perry would actually have an intrinsic knowledge of the true value of the company. And if he's like, I'm only giving two billion, it's because he's like, it's really only worth two billion. Like, I don't need three billion because I don't even use plates with food on it on my shows. I was going to say, Tyler is really tight that, with that pocketbook. He's like, listen, I, what what do we need? What am I paying three billion for? Y'all are just going to be paying me because all the shows are going to be Tyler Perry shows. Like, what am I doing this for? I mean, probably two billion was, he probably was like, two billion? Really? It really like 1.5, but I could give y'all extra, extra so, point five. So that's how it goes down. And you know, the truth about it is all of this stuff is just big money capitalism. You know, once upon mm. a time, I feel like there was a lot more con, there was a lot more concern about like, okay, what's the what's the actual brand going to be? How are we going to retain our quality standard, etc.? But as we can see, HBO became Max, you know, and I they canceled a bunch of shows and they're continuing to cancel shows. So Not just cancel them, took them off the platform. Literally, so ever watch them again. it's over. It's over for you. So I, you know, I wonder from y'all though, do you feel like Tyler Perry would have leveled up BET? Hit me up one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. If Tyler Perry had bought BET, would that have made you come back to the channel, or did you leave at all? Like now, right now they they have um. You know a lot, of, a lot of shows like I know the um, House of Pain, not House of Pain. Um, come on, Miss Pat show. Oh yeah, Miss Pat. You know show. I know that really did a lot for for the channel. But that's and, like uh, BC Plus. Does that count as regular BC? See, there you go. I don't even know anymore. And I'm in like in this business, and I don't even know. So, anyways, up next we're gonna go to the phone lines. We're gonna see what's on your mind. So uh, keep it locked. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. This is Jeremiah Like the Bible. And this is Amanda Seals. Thanks for listening. If you missed anything in the show so far, you can always check out our daily podcast. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, we're always taking your calls on any of our topics 24-7. Call us at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Amanda, let's go to the phone lines. What's up, y'all? This is the Amanda Seals Show. Who is this? Amanda, we mother love and trust. I just want to say thank you for the documentary. It was hilarious. Me and my husband enjoyed it. Kudos to you, Jeremiah, like the Bible. You need to um, watch it again and tell her how good it is. Um, to you, Donald Trump, I'm so happy he turned himself in and surrendered. All I got to say to that is, ah, we got you. Hopefully the charges stick and um, we get justice. And so then keep doing what you're doing. Um, keep us living, laughing, and educating us. And I'm working on my words of the week. Uh, what is it? Need you do? <laughs> this is, just, is my new word of the week. Um, anyway, Amanda, we love you. Keep it up. Um, and kudos for the um, for the show. It was amazing. Have a good night. Bye. We love it. We love it. So, you, do you think the sequel of In the Amanda We Trust is going to be you? on the front lines in the courthouse watching Donald Trump go to jail. <laughs> oh, that would be a dream. <laughs> the people that want a sequel a already. The people want a sequel, you know, and I understand and I appreciate that they want a sequel because that means they really liked the first iteration. I do feel like there is a part of me that's like, I hope the inspiration comes to me to do something for the, um, the, what's it called? The election, okay. right? Because the election is coming around and it there's going to be a whole scenario 
around that that I don't even think we can foresee. So I feel like there will be something that will hit me that says, okay, you got to make something, but I won't make any promises because I don't want to make promises that I can't keep. But that's something that's definitely in the back of my head that hopefully will germinate into a full idea. You'll go to every uh, city where he got indictments and just kind of <laughs> sit with the people. What y'all doing? <laughs> y'all, what y'all want? Y'all voting for him? What's up? What's up? We'll see. You know, there's a lot. There's a lot to unpack. There's a lot to unpack. Uh, we actually have more to unpack here at the Amanda Seal Show. We're going to stick around. Polls are showing that students are planning to boycott paying back their student loans. Yeah, I hope you do. Also, Sierra dropped new music, but someone called it TikTok music. They did. It wasn't me, y'all. It wasn't me. We'll be right back to find out who it was on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. All right, well, happy birthday uh, to Beanie Man, who got our big up yesterday uh, because of doing like an impromptu little mini concert on a plane that was stuck on the tarmac. And happy birthday to my homie Keith Powers. He played Ronnie DeVoe in the new edition biopic, and he's also just one of the finest human beings to ever walk the planet. So shout out to Keith Powers. Uh, Also, we want to let you all know what we got coming up this hour in the Black Hearing News of it all. Well, this hour, we're going to talk about some reports because they're saying that since student loan forgiveness plans have been struck down. Many borrowers may boycott their payments, Amanda, and I think you're on you're in agreement with that. You think they should like not pay it back. We'll have to find out if I'm in agreement or not. All right. Well, also, Sierra's dropping new music, but who's calling it TikTok music and why? Y'all are so mean. Plus, the Big Up Letdown is coming up this hour. The Big Up is to Miss Chloe Bailey. All right. Oh, it's very musical this hour. Actually, I'm gonna, um, I'm going to call an audible. I've changed my big up in the moment. What? Okay. Yes. So you have to stick around to find out who the actual big up is. All right. Y'all heard it here first. All right. Keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal Show. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to your daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. We also have Black Green News coming up next. And we have our group chat topic of the week, which is about teachers. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's back to school time. The kids are going back to the classroom. You know, teachers, I got to tell y'all, I appreciate you wholeheartedly. I really, really do. And the thing about it, though, is that I don't think y'all get enough props. So this is y'all opportunity to call us in, to call in and tell us whether, well, not whether, tell, call us and tell us who you let. Okay. So this is y'all opportunity to call in and tell us about a teacher that you love, a teacher that impacted you. And if you're a parent, a teacher that impacted your kid and like, what was it about them? What was so special or unique about their teaching style or about their classroom, et cetera, that you feel like really helped to land on your easily influenced mind. All right. So hit us up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's time to listen, laugh and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Blaggery, blaggery, new. Sports. Blaggery, blaggery, new. 
I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. It's time to get into some Blackier news. Uh, so the Biden administration has plans for student loan forgiveness, uh, even though it has been overturned. Because according to reports, uh, you know, so, okay, first of all, let me just say this. It was overturned, but like Biden was still like, okay, I'm going to still work on it. I'm going to still work right, on it. Right. But in the meantime, in between time, people are like, I see you working on it, old man, but I really need to get this handled mm-hmm. on my own. And the people are standing up. Now we've seen what's going on with the labor strikes. We've seen the people in the WGA. We've seen SAG. We've seen Amazon. We've seen service Starbucks, workers. service workers, like UPS was threatening, but they figured it out. So we've seen the power of the people coming together and that is what I think is going to happen with these loans because there are 43 million Americans that are collectively holding over $1.75 trillion in outstanding loans and borrowers are considering boycotting. Okay. Now listen, I know some of y'all are like, but I can't boycott because my credit, what's gonna happen to my credit? Oh my gosh. Let me tell y'all something. There's power in numbers. That is not just some small thing. That is not some just like phrase that they say. There are power in numbers. If the numbers of people, 43 million Americans, if even 1 million of those Americans boycott paying those loans back, you are crippling that loan company. You are because they're depending on it. It's all a Ponzi scheme anyway. So there's going to have to be force for them to say, okay, we got to change how we're doing business. And if you do that collectively, you think they're really going to affect all of y'all's credit? I don't believe that they have the ability to. I don't. I think it's going to end up being a scenario where they are forced to actually do what they said they're going to do and to not let the let that be a strike on your credit. I can't say this enough. Like the only way change happens is in, in, in this company. In this, I always country. say company, but I, it's really it's a country. But it really is a company. The only way things happen is that sacrifice. You know, we always end up having to give up something or put ourselves in some type of, you know, line of possibility in order for things to happen. That's why when you're in rallies, like, you know, the cops can come at any time, like, and you go in there with that mindset. You don't go in there thinking like, okay, like this is going to be some cute, fun little situation. If you are, you're not there for the right reasons. So I say all that to say, you know, it's going to be a doozy, but I hope, I really hope that people come together and just say collectively, you know what, y'all can keep that because if they bailed all of these corporations out, they bailed big business, they bailed out big auto, they bailed out the aviation industry. Mm. Why would they not be bailing out the people? We just came through a pandemic. We've seen rent hikes go crazy. We've seen inflation go crazy. We've seen gas go crazy. Gas. We've seen Beyonce tickets go crazy. People are hurting. Uh, <laughs> they are hurting. But I think it takes everyone, like you said, the collective. Because you know, people be real spicy on the internet. We got boycott. We got boycott. Then you're the only person that boycott. And now you can't buy, buy house. Listen, everybody got to do it together. And that's what's happening in America. What's crazy is that in the Constitution, it specifically says that we have the right to peaceful protest, mm-hmm. but constantly this country's powers that be are trying to suppress mm-hmm. people doing that, right? They're suppressing passive protests. They're suppressing peaceful protests. They're suppressing union. Breathing. All the above. So really, though, the most American thing we can do is protest. Mm-hmm. That's literally one of the most American things we can do. It was in the original Constitution. It was not an amendment. It was there from jump because that's exactly how they ended up creating the country in the first place. All right. So keep that in mind uh, and know that um, the Biden administration definitely said uh, they reported that borrowers who miss monthly payments between October 1st and September 30th, 2024 will not be considered delinquent or reported to credit bureaus or placed in default. 
However, your interest does begin accruing <laughs> on September 1st. Okay. The folks ain't got it anyway. So, I mean, listen. That's the other part. It's like, honestly, if you can't afford to pay your student loans right now, don't worry about your credit because you can't afford to buy anything anyway. Fair. <laughs> Put it on Klarna. I've been there. So this is what it is. You'll fix it later. Up next, what are your thoughts on student loans? Hit me up, 1855-AMANDA-8. This is 1855-262-6328. When we come back, we're going to talk about Sierra. She doesn't have any loans, but she's got new music. And we're going to call, we're going to talk about why somebody called it TikTok music. So keep it locked right here in the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. Okay, so Sierra... She dropped new music. Yeah, she has a new EP out called CC. And um, she's clapping back at people. Okay. They're That's saying CC. they're saying that she makes TikTok music <laughs> now. So uh, this was like a coach at William and Mary Athletics in Virginia, by the way, said this. And Sierra replied, and you're watching and taking time to comment. Another reply read, um, but not the assistant coach of a woman's basketball team taking time to hate. That makes no sense. But Sierra, that's a fan. Yeah. Like, and and here's the thing. Well, on the internet, it's kind of hard to distinguish fan and hater sometimes. Because sometimes... Fair. <laughs> I don't hard. know that it's... Okay. It's harsh, but I don't know that it's not constructive. Okay. So... There is something to be said for the fact that it is historically the norm that like artists chase whatever the new trend is. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, I won't even say artists, but that record companies chase and they push the artist to do that. So what ends up happening, though, is that you get performers like Sierra because mm-hmm. Sierra is not creating her own music, to my understanding. Like, to my knowledge, she's not in there, like, writing the song. She's not choosing the beats. Like, she has a team. They're producing, and she has the performer. She's, like, the vessel mm-hmm. that they're... To bring the art to life. Yes. And so the reality, though, is that when that is the case, you're kind of not... Unless you have, like, your team that you work with, like, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis was Janet Jackson's team, right? Mm-hmm. And that's what she worked with, like, consistently. Unless you have, like, your team that you work with that knows your sound, that's committed to your sound... I feel like you kind of end up getting the new batch every time you come into the studio. And that new batch is probably going to be locked into like what the new trends are. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that it's wrong to be like, okay, I want to be up on the new trend. But when it starts to not sound like your version of the new trend, what are we really doing? Right. Well, I think too, the current trend just sounds very... um... TikTok. I mean, <laughs> well, what does even TikTok music sound like? It's like it's basic. Very. Uh, it sounds like an algorithm made it sometimes. Like you, it's very clear. It's, it's like very. It's like over commercial. You know, people write songs like this is a radio song. Imagine that on ten. It's like this is a TikTok. So it's so like it sounds catchy. like an MP. What's the MPC? What was it MPC. like? <laughs> like uh, it's like ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Dang. And even like the production of it, it's like just supposed to be very catchy, very in on trend. But it's like too on trend. Because the idea is that, you know, people will listen to it and they'll like play it over and over and you're going to go viral. Um, and there's been like a lot of talk about just labels. What is the value of going viral? Well, labels see that now as like a metric, like of your numbers. If, if in theory, if a song goes viral on TikTok, people will listen to it more and stream it more. But a lot of times people critique the songs on TikTok. They're like, that one 10 second part was good, but the song itself wasn't good. Oh. So it becomes this whole cycle. But I think to your point about just like older artists, you have to figure out a way to still maintain your core audience. Because a lot of girls now are trying to be be what Sierra was. They they, they, they biting her style a little bit. So she's like trendsetting. So like now you're kind of getting lost in the sauce, Sierra. You, you was blazing your own path. 
That's the tea. If you're, you know, you got it. You got to remember where your place is and stay there. And I don't mean that like that holds you back. But when I say stay there, I mean like if you at the front of the pack, you got to stay at the front of the pack. And right. that does not mean following. That doesn't mean looking back at what the pack is doing. That means continuing to be innovative in what you're doing. And at this point, it's innovative to just be doing what you do and not following right. everybody else. That's so as a crunk and be. Listen, call up Jazzy Faye. Let's get back in the booth and uh, one, two step. Let's three, four step. All right. All right. Now, what do y'all think? Are we being too harsh? Hit me up. One, eight, five, five, to eight. That's one, eight, five, five, two, six, two, six, three, two, eight. My ex used to always be on my head because I didn't really like new music. And I would just be like, I, I'm looking at you sideways that you do like new music. So I think we were destined to fail from there. Keep it locked to the Amanda Seal Show. We'll be right back with the Big Up Let Down. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's time for the Big Up Let Down on the Amanda Seal Show. Big up, big up, let down. Big up, big up, let down. Amanda Seals Show. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. I'm Amanda Seals. And Amanda, it is now time for the Big Up Let Down. All right, y'all. Today's Big Up, Big Up goes to Shikari Richardson. Shikari Richardson won the World Championship 100-meter final. And she was not playing around. And she was not up against no lightweight work either, okay? She was against literally... Three, the three other fastest women in the world, including um, Shelian. And listen, she gets the big up, not just because she won. She gets the big up because she didn't go play in their face after she won. And you know what? After the way that they was mad, after the way they was clowning her at the Olympics when she didn't even get to go to the Olympics and they acted like, oh, well, she wasn't, not like she was going to beat us anyway. Um, I think, you know, it really says something that when she won, she was just very taken by, um, you know, by emotion. I think she was also not, she was not expecting to, um, to win. And she also, she won, y'all, she won like by like a point, like a hundredth right. of a second. Uh, she really like pulled that one out. And I think part of it is that, you know, her hair is a lot more aerodynamic and her spirit is more aerodynamic. Like you can tell that she's just like locked in. I'm by, I'm out here to run. And this is not going to be no um, side. Th- th- there's no room for side conversations. But Shelly Ann Fraser Price was there. And um, the Jamaicans, they were there. And Shelly Ann Fraser Price came over and gave her a hug. So I'm just glad to see that, you know, there's no saltiness on the track. And she gets the big up for not only winning, but also being a, like a dope winner. You know what I'm saying? Being, being a, a good winner. A but- sportsman. But let's be real. If she hadn't been, we would have been like, you said, talk your game, talk your ass, talk your mess. All right. Now, speaking of somebody talking mess, today's let down. Now, first of all, I never liked this dude. I don't even know why I didn't like him. It's just something about his demeanor. Carl Malone of the Utah Jazz, former NBA player. He played with the Lakers as well. So I didn't know this, but there's like a whole thing about the fact that like he's like one of the worst people ever. And they're like, okay, uh, apparently he was 20 years old when he impregnated a 13 year old. So we can just stop there. Okay. We can stop there. But the family ended up not pressing charges because he got drafted. And so after he got drafted and signed this like huge contract, he never paid child support. Then apparently when he was 17, he had a set of twins that he abandoned, abandoned 
Until one of them made it into the WNBA. That's a lot of abandoned time. And then you turn around like, I'm trying to be down with you because you made it into WNBA. I couldn't be me. Couldn't be me. Then while playing on the Lakers with Kobe Bryant, apparently he's alleged he also reportedly flirted with Vanessa Bryant asking her to come sit with him and give him a hug. And he apparently allegedly told her that he hunts little Mexican girls and asked her if she liked him. Now, both of them were married at the time, but the word is that he admitted to Kobe that he did it, but didn't apologize. Instead, offered to fight Kobe. What? Okay. Is any of this even true? Yes. But the fact of the matter is, the letdown is more so about the fact that this was covered up. We have John Moran out here getting suspended and fined for holding a gun, but you got this man out here with all of this chicanery going on and there's no repercussions, but the conversation always ends up being, but the conversation is about role models. Ain't nothing unrole model about this. Uh, sorry, there's nothing more unrole model about this. So y'all thought I was giving the, the letdown just to Carmelo, but no, giving it to the NBA. All right. Cause y'all need to get checked. And you know, with the NFL, y'all can get that too. Yeah, how'd y'all get in it? Y'all can get in it too. Because y'all be letting folks slide on domestic violence all the time because they can catch a ball or throw it. That is your... Big up, big up. Let down. Stay connected with us on 24-7 on social media at Seal Said It. Give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. And uh, keep it locked because we're going to listen, laugh, and learn right here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And I'm Amanda Seals. Thank you guys for listening. If you missed anything in the show so far, be sure to check out our daily podcast. It's available wherever you get your podcasts. Plus, we're always taking your calls on our topics. Or maybe you want to share some things you learned this week. We do it every Friday on our Black Joy Friday. So call us anytime at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Let's go to the phone line and see who we have. What's up? Hello, I just listened to your station. And I'm a stylist. I've been a stylist for 30-something years. And people have a problem with you coming with your hair shampooed, but they don't want to pay for you to detangle their hair. Um, you know, the reality is that detangling is a whole thing. I don't know why anyone would expect a stylist to detangle your hair. I just can't put my, I can't wrap my head around this. And then I see people in my comments saying that like, you know, if you don't want to detangle kinky hair, then you have a colorism or a texturism issue against kinky hair. And it's like, I know a lot of people with kinky hair that don't have it tangled. <laughs> well, I think more so the price, was it the point that, don't come because that's not what you that's not what you pay for. Don't come to get detangled if you didn't pay for detangling. Now, if you pay for detangling, we could do what we need to do. We could do what we need to do. But the other part of it is that it takes time to detangle. What? Mm-hmm. How much time do you feel like the stylist has? They got that much. They, first of all, they ever booked already. Already. There's people out the door. So they but you see, you that's the out. consideration factor. People don't have consideration for anyone else but themselves. You know, I don't know how you are expecting somebody else to handle your hair. I saw somebody in the comments being like, I'd go to a stylist for them to manage my hair. Well, baby, I don't know who your stylist is, but she's underpaid. (laughs) 
she or he or theirs are underpaid. Okay, you are a grown person. You should be managing your hair Mm -hmm. and you show up to the stylist for them to prepare your hair for styling. Right. That's the point. They're preparing your hair for styling. They're not there. Like maintenance it. Well, well, in the process of preparing, they maintenance it. Right. So in the process, they're going to use a conditioner. There's probably Mm -hmm. a very enriched conditioner. You know, the process of styling actually is meant to enrich your hair when you get your your uh, sorry, when you get your ends clipped or when you get your locks twisted. Like this is all a part of hair maintenance. Right. Right. They're going to really get in your scalp and they're going to really like get in there. But like. Are they necessarily going to grease your scalp? Right. It's like you go to the dentist. Like, you not you brush your teeth every day. You don't be like, what well, if the dentist go clean my teeth? Some people your- are. Some people do. I hope not, yeah. And those are the people who have the tartar all up in the teeth because they're like, oh, I thought that's why I go to the dentist. No, baby, no. This don't is maintenance. It's maintenance, okay? It's maintenance, all right? So now you know. Thank you, Carla, for hitting us up. one 855 That's 1-855-262-6328. Coming up next on the Amanda Steele Show, we got more for you, so don't go anywhere uh, because Deion Sanders was upset that his team wasn't trying to knock if they buck. <laughs> I'm going to tell y'all more. Keep it locked. The Amanda Steele Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. Shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world on this time. We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. Today is Tuesday, August 22nd, and on this day in 1950, professional tennis player Althea Gibson became the first African-American invited to compete in the U.S. Nationals. The fact that we had to get invited to compete. Now, of course, she did not win the tournament. No, not of course, but she did not win the tournament. And uh, the following year, though, she would not only win nationals, but also become the first African-American woman to win Sorry, the first African-American in general to win Wimbledon. Mm. And she would go on to have like many more firsts as well. I feel like the first year she was probably there looking around like, I'm not really sure what's going on out here. You know what I mean? And then after that, she was like, oh, okay, I see. I see what the business is. I got it. I got it. So shout out to Althea Gibson. All right. Now, what do we got coming up this hour? Coming up this hour on Black Red News, we're going to talk about the parents of the 11-year-old boy who is suing an apartment manager for pouring soda on their child's head. You know, there was a viral video that went that went out showing this video. Also, Coach Deion Sanders is upset with some of his team members because his players who did not want to fight, he told them when one of us, one of us fights, we all fight. Plus, how black do we feel today? We're going to talk about it. And in honor of back to school season, we got to take a quiz, Amanda. A pop quiz, apparently. Okay. So, I hope you've been studying because I haven't. <laughs> all right. I'm ready for a pop quiz. I feel like I'm always ready for a quiz. I love a quiz. I love a quiz and I love y'all. And we actually quiz folks on my documentary in Amanda We Trust on their knowledge of government. And it was really interesting to hear what people knew, what people didn't know. And I really think it's great for you all to watch this to really get an idea of like, how much do you know about government? Because I truly believe we're not going to change things if we don't even know enough about the system we're trying to change. So make sure you check out In Amanda We Trust, my politically comedy, my political comedy documentary available now at inamandawetrust.com or you can go to amandaseals.com if you can't remember that all right when we get back we're gonna get into some black Eyed news don't go anywhere
Seal Show. It's me and the Seals. It's Jeremiah Like the Bible. So, okay, I don't know if y'all saw this video, but when I saw it, I felt rage come over me like that water that that lady threw on Cardi B at the concert. It was a shock. It was horror. It was dismay. It was anger. The parents of an 11-year-old black boy are suing an apartment manager for pouring soda on their son in Greensboro, North Carolina. Now, the video shows that this young man was at the pool with his sister and this apartment manager came up and I guess didn't think that he should be in the pool and proceeded to pour a bottle of soda on this child's face while they were poolside at their apartment complex. That's the thing. This is their apartment complex that they live at. Now, the kids were at their friend's apartment building in the pool. The woman ordered them to get out of the pool. Now, we all know there's a whole history of black people and these pools, right? Mm -hmm. We've seen that picture where the man is like pouring acid in the pool while the Mm -hmm. kids are in the pool. This is not something that is just fantastical and made up. There's a history of this behavior around black people in a pool. And as they were attempting to leave, so they were told to get out. They got out. And as they were attempting to leave, this woman poured soda over the woman's, I mean, over the boy's head and also struck him in the face multiple times. And I'm trying to understand because in the beginning of the video, there's two black men that were standing right there. And they look like they had matching shirts on, like they were part of some security detail. And I'm trying to understand how all the adults that were there allowed this to happen because I would be incarcerated. Y'all would be listening to Jeremiah of the Bible, going over the airwaves, asking for you to contribute to my bail fund because I would be incarcerated had that happened. Because I and I genuinely don't know if I would have been able to to like hold myself back. At the very least, she would have ended up in the pool. Yeah. Okay. She would have been like tossed in the pool. I have rage. So I, I, you know, I know when to deploy it, but it was caught on camera at that, like the boldness of doing this in front of the camera. The apartment says they have a no trespassing sign posted. And since the kids don't live there, they were trespassing, which is nonsense because if you are a guest of people who live in a building, you are not trespassing. Trespassing is when you are somewhere that you have not been invited to be by the individuals who are there Uh, legally and lawfully, all right? We also know that post-antebellum laws used to use no trespassing as a way to get black people incarcerated so they could be back in the labor force. Literally, the concept of no trespassing was born out of anti-slavery, I mean, was born out of post-antebellum laws. When slavery was done and they still wanted to figure out how to get black folks in, they created the concept of no trespassing. And they created the concept of no trespassing to literally say, that black people who were still on the land that they had been toiling in slavery were now trespassing by being on that land, even though they were not able to secure homes in other places. It's a wild place, this place, America. Let me tell y'all. Now, the woman was arrested after the video went viral and charged with assault. The parents are suing for discrimination, assault, battery, intentional infliction of emotional distress. I cannot stress the fact that this is a child. Right. Yeah. This is a child. And it was happening and the building is defending it. Okay. The kids have been there before. They told the police they were never told they could not swim there. Why the police are called on two children in a pool. Oh, I know why. Because they're black children. What? 
What? What? Go ahead. Well, I was gonna say, I feel like even this this slightly word trespassing. What does that have to do with you throwing soda on a child? Like, I don't see how the two correlate correlate to each other. What does one have to do? Because one is basic, like, hey, you're not allowed to be here. The right. second is, I'm a hateful, evil person, mm. and I'm actually an abuser of children. Right. I got riled up just talking about it again. And, uh, you know, the other part of it is this. Why people just feel like they can do whatever they want and there's no repercussions because it happens all the time. Montgomery was really a very unique scenario where we got to see these white people thought they could get away with it. Right. And they didn't in real time. But so often that's not the case. Also, because black people would be afraid to, to, you know, retaliate for what they know could be on the other side of the law. That's true. And, and, this baby is a, and this baby is an example of that because when she was pouring the soda in his face, he just took it. He just took it. This little baby just took it. And I just, I just, mm, it just broke my heart. And, and I really just feel like y'all don't necessarily truly understand where we are. We just talked about Arkansas earlier and the Little Rock Nine. This is that behavior, but it's happening now. Okay. And we need to literally realize that it is not fake. It is not a newsreel. It is not some video that you're watching from some far distant land. It's happening right here. We need to be teaching our children and ourselves on how to show up in community. So uh, just want to speak. Well, speaking of showing up in community, Coach Deion Sanders was apparently not happy that his team didn't show up to cook, to support each other with the fisticuffs. And we're going to get into that when we get back. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say... They're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. Okay, so Deion Sanders. Um, shout out to his foot. I feel like his foot be having a lot of problems. So I, just to, I just want to send some love to Deion Sanders' foot. He says he's disappointed in his Colorado Buffaloes players who didn't fight beside their teammates. So last week during a practice, the Colorado offense and defensive squads like got into a squabble, okay, on the gridiron. And several players walked away from the scuffle as the fight intensified. They just decided, you know what, you're going to have to get somebody else to do it. And Coach Prime was apparently not happy about the players walking away from the fight. And that's when he said this. I seen two of y'all walking off over there. And you got to keep teammate fighting. What do they do there? Nowhere. Nowhere. Not what do they do there? Not here. In one fight, we all fight. You understand that? I don't want to see y'all walking off when somebody's fight. Yes, sir. Never again. So did he want them to break up the fight? Did he want them to get into the fight? Mm. Is it just about, you know, camaraderie? I mean... At the end of the day, it's like, if I don't believe in the fight, I'm not getting lumped up in the fight. I was going to say, because sometimes the fight is like, what are we even fighting about? We in, cause I, we're on the same team. Right. So we're sitting here fighting because everybody fighting. That feels. Uh, Listen, we I, ain't even got drafted yet. I'm not trying to get an injury in this I fight. was going to say, we're all athletes. So say I'm in a fight <laughs> just to be in a fight and I'm not my arm broke. Because in a fight is over something petty. The, I think he was wilding with this one. But you know. I'm not a football coach and I don't know the the ins and outs of the football code of conduct of knuck a few bucks. Okay, well, put it this way. If if you're out and about and one friend fights, are you fighting? And one friend fights with some, like, what do you mean? Like you at the club and you look over and your friend is in a fight. What are you doing? Oh, we're fighting. Okay. Absolutely. 
What are we talking about? I'm a watchman friend being in a fight by herself? Nah, see, this I'm, ain't I'm this ain't that. See, I feel like I would break up the fight. I wouldn't like join the fight unless they were getting like jumped. Then I'm joining the fight. Like it's like one on one. It depends. Why are we fighting? Well, with some of your friends, you like Ooh. if it's a breakup. I mean, you, you, right? You have some friends that's just like okay, they they be turned up. They had shoes in the car, so that friend like you break it up. But like if it's a white girl that just called that friend the n word, we out here. I feel you. We're out here. Um, so I just feel like you know it's 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 really the reality is that a lot of these a lot of folks are bystanders. Mm-hmm. We live in a bystander culture now. They like at least they didn't step out of the fight and then tape it on their phone. <laughs> so you know what? We gotta take our wins where we can get them. Put up on out the helmet. We gotta take the wins where we can get them. What do you think? One eight five five Amanda eight. Did you play football? Was this like a rule on your team? That if one fight, we all fight? Or do you feel like me and Jeremiah, where it's like, I mean, I ain't trying to get hurt. I'm trying to get my mama a house. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. We got How Black Do You Feel today when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. How Black Do You Jeremiah, like the Bible, how black do you feel today? I feel as black as that number in the Wiz when they in the dungeon and they all come out after the witch die and like, can you feel a brand new day? Why do you feel that way? Because they really had us thinking we was about to die in a hurricane in LA. Oh, hilarious. Only for it to be sunshine <laughs> and like, you know, birds chirping the next day. And people are texting me like, are you okay? Are of you course. Good? Yes. People from like overseas were texting me. People aren't even talking to me on the regular. And I felt bad. I was like, yeah, I'm good. It's just a little rain. It's just a little rain. The rain gone now though. But thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> but they really thought we was over here like in a, in a movie, in Twister. No, they definitely did. And I thought we were going to be as well, which is why I like went outside. I like made sure all the cushions were like mm-hmm. tacked down to the the wrought iron. Mm-hmm. I made sure that we, I like closed the umbrella. I turned the, the chairs over. I mean, I got in real Florida mode for no reason. But you know, you was, I'd rather be better safe than sorry. So I got all this water for next time. <laughs> there you go. Oh, you wait. <laughs> wait. You stocked up. Well, I have like j- jugs of water. Like, just in case something happened. Because, you know, it's not just me. It's the dog, too. I'd be like, okay, something happened. I could drink, you know, I'll be good. But the dog ain't got no water, and I'm stressed. The dog done passed out. I didn't know that y'all was going that far with it. That, well, that. I wasn't at first. Then I saw my friends. My friend went, went and got a flashlight. I'm like, do I need a flashlight? I was like, oh, I need stuff. You should have a flashlight, though. I didn't think about that. I've never been Well, like there was that, also an earthquake. That, now that was shit. So, you know, the fact that there was not only this, but then also an earthquake was just like, okay. Well, this is the one time she got up and, what you say, stand in the doorway? I did that. I was like, oh, get in the doorway. <laughs> well, my assistant is here and they had said that there was going to be another earthquake later in the evening. And so I was like, yeah, oh, you know, there's supposed to be another earthquake. And she was like, oh, okay. And then tried to walk, and then started to walk away. I was like, hold up. Have you ever been in an earthquake before? And she was like, no. And I'm like, so you just going to casually just like walk away? Like, you don't, you're not curious about what you need to do in an earthquake. You just, what, what, what's your plan? She was like, I didn't have one. I'm like, oh my God. Just take a nap and you won't feel it. <laughs> how black do you feel today, Amanda Seals? Um, how black do I feel today? You know what? This is going to be kind of random, but um, what was that show? 
Hold on. I'll be right here. Hold on. I feel as black as Uzo Aduba in the show In Treatment. Okay. Where she plays a therapist. Okay. Because I be feeling like I got to be a therapist to like a lot of people. Okay. Um, And it's taxing because your girl need therapy right now. I don't really want to be in like the, the headspace of that, but it's jarring. It's not jarring. is not the word. It's just, it's uh perplexing. No, it is not confusing. I definitely know what it is. It's, I, it is draining. Okay. Draining is the word I'm looking for. It is draining because it makes you feel like um, you're like just expelling, but not giving back. Mm-hmm. And then like as a black woman, like in the show and treatment, like she's a sister and she's like having to just like keep giving, 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 giving. And it's just very, it's just tiring for her. But side note, uh, she's incredible in the show Painkiller. Oh, she working on Netflix, uh, which is about the rise of OxyContin. Oh. And I will talk about that in my things I learned this week segment on Friday. So, by the way, if you have any things you learned this week you want to share with us, hit me up one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. OxyContin, I it. T- please watch it, y'all. I know that we're not supposed to say that because you know we're on a strike, but. I'm telling you to watch it, not because I want to like support the AMTP, but because it is informative in a way that we need to know. It's so that scripted. it's a scripted series right. about the rise of OxyContin and the birth of OxyContin. Not the birth. Which who knew it was created just by a family. <laughs> what? Not in the kitchen. This rich, no, this rich, rich, rich family that that was already within with that was already in like medical sales was like we need okay. to we need to create a drug, and that drug is literally legal heroin. Yep. We gotta wait till Friday to get the details. We'll be right back. We're gonna play a little quiz right here on the Amanda Seal Show in honor of back to school. And it's not gonna have any extra content questions. All right, we, we, we'll keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals. It's Jeremiah Like the Bible. All right. In honor of back to school season, we got Supreme right here. Hey, Supreme. Professor Supreme in the building. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) Professor Supreme has a quiz for me and Jeremiah like the Bible in honor of back to school. Now, what is the premise of this quiz? This is uh, basic. This is basic. Like, everybody should know these questions on here. This is geography. So it's a GED quiz. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, okay. Good enough. This is a good enough All right. quiz. Not good enough. <laughs> good enough. Okay. We, we don't need any sounders for this. First person that answers is the person who gets the question. All right? We're going to keep it real simple today. It's the first day back to school. Why not? <laughs> okay. All right. How many syllables are there in the word Mississippi? Ding. <laughs> Amanda Seals. 
four. Okay. That was too simple. Come on, Jeremiah. Uh, next <laughs> one. Syllables. That thing of the word. It was a lot to think about. Next one up, we got uh, on the pop quiz. The Tropic of Capricorn lies in which hemisphere? That's right. Amanda Seals again. Northern? Ooh, mm. Jeremiah. The Western Hemisphere. Oh, my. It's only but the Northern and the Southern. You, you both get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Here we go. This one's easy. Uh... What is the body of water between Florida and Texas called? Amanda Seals. Oh, I dinged myself before I, I like, asked my fault. Because I'm going to get it right. The Gulf of Mexico. Okay. There we go. Well, let's do one last question. Amanda Seals obviously won this game again. <laughs> I knew that answer, though, just so we know. One last question. Here's one last question. What is the capital of New York? Uh, Albany. Lucky. Damn, Jeremy. You from Georgia. They got an Albany in Georgia. Like, you should have been there, Jeremy. Capital. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, there you go. Amanda <laughs> Seals is officially smart, funny, and black. She washed you this week. I'll Living see you on Friday. Living- <laughs> you see that? You said, I'll it's see you on first, Friday. It's the first day of school. You know, your brain, your summer break. You ain't even reading your books how you supposed to. Living up to my name. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, you saw what happened right there. I just molly bop Jeremiah like the Bible. When we come back, <laughs> we got Black Eyed Shoes. We got politicians say the darndest things. Six second headlines. We got a big up. We got a let down. All that coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. So uh, it's time to listen, laugh, and learn with the word of the day. All right. The word of the day is chasing. Chasing, not waterfalls. No. Correct. Not waterfalls. Though, though, um, that song actually, you know what? That song actually can be used in a sentence with this word. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Um, the pursuit was not chasing. So, um, the pursuit of something, I'm just going to throw it out there. To chasten someone is to cause them to feel sad or embarrassed about something that has happened. So I feel like it's like kind of akin to chastise. Okay. Um, in a sentence, uh, T-Boz, Chili, and Left Eye, uh, chasing folks with their song, Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls, when they had the scene with the dude who was smashing and ended up yeah. taking an L. Yeah. Because I know folks felt sad and embarrassed because they was like, damn, I'm doing the same thing. And it was dancing while doing it. Don't go. Them shoulders. The AI. The AI. That's the re- beginning of the AI. It you was. The AIs were dancing. So um, they, that's what they were avatars. Before avatar. <laughs> the way of the water. But um. I uh, I want to remind you, these words are all going to be featured when you go up against Supreme. Oh, yeah. Now, true. you just lost a quiz against me. <laughs> but on Friday, you're going to go up against Supreme. 
with our word game of the week. So I'm just saying, I'm you know, start thinking, child. start thinking about how to redeem yourself. Start thinking about how to redeem yourself. All right. What do we got coming up this hour? Come up this hour, we have politicians say the darndest things. Also, 60 second headlines because there's so much we can't get to. Plus the big up let down. So all of that. Remember, if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available everywhere you get your podcasts. Also, you can search, just search the Amanda Seal Show. Also, you can check out my podcast, Small Doses. This week's episode, Side Effects of Textured Hair with Anthony Dickey, the icon and creator of the Hair Rules brand and the Dickey, um, like he has like a system. That he, that he yeah that people use on their hair so make sure to check that out it's 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 an episode that I feel like you're gonna learn a lot not just about your own hair but also just about like the history of textured hair as an industry so make sure you check that out all right we'll be right here when you get back to the Amanda Seals show hey y'all this is the Amanda Seals show I'm Amanda Seals I'm Jeremiah like the Bible and it is time for politicians say the darndest thing. So today's politician, Amanda, is, well, former politician at this point, Representative George. How is he former? <laughs> Did he not get uh, taken he's, down yet? No. What? Why well, I thought he already got taken down. No, sir. That's why he's on doing uh, interviews. I guess that's true. Well, Representative George Santos, 35 years old, of New York, he was on Fox News when he was questioned about his, his lying habits, and he had this to say. Office. I didn't run. My resume wasn't posted on my social media. It wasn't posted on my website. Look, those are insecurities, like you just said. A lot of people have those insecurities. Uh, actually, studies point that most people lie on their resumes. It's just, unfortunately, it's it's the reality. Yeah, but you lied about everything. Well, not true, right? You but, lied but, about your mom. No, not true either, but she, she, uh, she was, again, she I, never, I never said my mother died on 9-11. I never said that. That was never said. All, all that people like to say is, oh, you killed your mother twice. That's not true. I mean, my mother was my best friend. She was my, like, when I lost my mother, it was the hardest thing for me in my life. And it, it's really painful when you see people trying to say, oh, you killed your mother twice. No, I didn't, right? Of course. But you, I, know, you did say that she escaped out of the South Tower. My mother was in downtown Manhattan, in the South Tower, the day of 9-11, made it out. That is fact. Mm. And then all, all this stuff keeps coming up saying that it's not true. I, I have receipts to be able to prove that that's true. I mean, I was here. I was 13 years old. How would I be in New York and my mother not? A mess. Just a mess. What? Why, why is this even a point of conversation? Like how, like, how are we really here having this conversation with this person? He is the worst. It is just so, like, debilitatingly frustrating that I, that we live in a country where he gets to continue to be in office. Mm. He said, most of a lot on a resume... <laughs> But they not lying like that. Like you have a lot of lies. It's like they're also not running for office. <laughs> but it's like a little lie. He wasn't like, oh, you know, I won class president when I was right. in high school. These are big lies. And also, let's just like, hypothetically, he's not lying about his mother. You don't lie so much about everything else. We can't believe. Well, it. Yeah, <laughs> like why wasn't it's not even far fetched, you know? But the reality is that he's trying to act as if his position in government is somehow inconsequential in this in this scenario. Mm-hmm. Now, on my. Uh, in my political comedy documentary in Amanda We Trust, we talked to other representatives. We mm-hmm. talked to Ilhan Omar. We talked to Representative Jamal Bowman. And I asked Jamal Bowman, like, why are you even in this job? This sounds so stressful. It sounds so frustrating. And he right. said, because I am a part of the 535 people that make the laws of this land. Like, that is a big deal. I am a voice that counts. So when you frame it like that, 
Having somebody lie their way into that position in such mm-hmm. an egregious way should not be allowed. It should right. literally be like, how is that not some rule that you can't do that? I think a polygraph says you should not be allowed to dupe a constituency into voting for you on the grounds of things that are completely false. Mm-hmm. Now, it's one thing. I, I mean, people do people all the time by saying, I'm going to do this. And then they get in office and like, gotcha, bitch. But this right here, I don't know how this is okay. I, I'm just shocked. And I, I, I really am surprised that there isn't some like just very bottom line, like in the code of conduct. I come back to John Morant. Yeah. Like, so the NBA has a stronger code of conduct to follow than our Congress. Yep. There you have it. I'll take the darnest thing. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here. It's Jeremiah, like the Bible here. All right, so uh, thank you for joining us on this Tuesday. Tell the people what we have covered. Well, you know, we got a lesson in, like, you know, community in camaraderie from Deion Sanders. He said one of his players fight, they all would be fighting. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> also, Arkansas schools will be teaching AP African American studies, even though the governor, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, says, no way, not do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Thank you. And Par- Paramount said no as well since LMBT, even though Tyler Perry should have got that job. Should have got that check, Amanda. I mean, I think, you know, at the end of the day, they didn't really want to sell it. They were just trying to see something. They're trying to see a little something, something. Mm-hmm. Well, we go see if these borrowers are going to pay back their student loans because some many borrowers are sending in a boycott after the um, pause is taken up um, later this month? I think this is a really big deal and I'm really curious to see how this is all going to shape out, uh, how this is all going to like suss out because if there's a boycott for student loans and it's really held to by like the people, the people, mm-hmm. y'all could turn this whole thing upside down. I swear for Lord. So everybody get in the group chat. I don't know. Pass, pass notes. Uh, send a <laughs> Send a raven. But get on that y'all because this is a time we're seeing people come together to make change we're seeing it we're seeing it with those strikes we're seeing it with um the people in tennessee just did a whole thing where they literally wrapped a ring of people around the government building because they had a ten- they had a special session in tennessee yesterday mm-hmm. about well it's supposed to be about gun control but they tried to say that they don't need to talk about gun control then they had all these cops inside to prevent people from being inside and you're just like, what? What bigger message do you need sent to you to let you know that these politicians do not care about the people? Right. And that is literally their only role. Their only role. So this right here is demonstrating for you fascism. But I was dope to see all the people in Tennessee, including Clarissa. Melissa Joan Hart. Oh, I was like, Melissa. yeah, Clarissa explained it all at the podium and said, you know, she's had three children. She has three kids and all of them had to be a part of active shooter drills. And she was just like, when does this stop? All right. Sabrina, teenage witch. So in other words, boycott y'all. Don't pay them loans. Don't pay them loans. Make, make, make change. Force change. Because that's the only way to get change to happen. we got to force it. It just is what it is. Now, coming up Wednesday show, we have all of your Blackheart news. We're going to celebrate the late Kobe Bryant. Okay, we're going to celebrate the late Kobe Bryant on what would have been his 45th birthday. Plus, we got your Big Up, Let Down, and another edition of Politicians Say the Darnest Things. All that's coming up on Wednesday on the Amanda Seals Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Peace. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.